by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. With your host, Armish. Remember at the top of last week's show, I said that I played more Motorhead, more of the Damned, and more of the Ramones than any other band on this show? You do? That's great. So this will come as no surprise. Motorhead and Motorhead from the United Artists Cashin album on parole. Strangely enough, I prefer this one to the one on their debut album. Maybe it's because for a while back in the day, the only one on Chiswick was the only version that you could hear, along with the live Just In Case 7 inch. I'm not saying familiarity breeds contempt or anything, but when you hear a song you've heard time after time differently, I personally gravitate towards it. Apparently, Last week's show, the vocals were way down in the mix. I can only put it down to me still having the remnants of man flu. I'm not wishing to inflict it upon you, my dear listener. I wasn't as close to the mic as I should have been. Someone 
who I am glad is back behind the mic, is Moose, former DJ on the Team Rock Radio Breakfast Show, and now head honcho over at Primordial Radio. Unfortunately, one of my bugbears has followed him over. Last week, I heard him play UFOs, Lights Out. There's nothing wrong in that, I hear you cry. Well, there is. It's a great song, a classic, a song that I genuinely love. However, it's 40 years old, and when it finished... There was no mention of UFO's new album, Celatino Cuts, which came out last week. No drawing comparison between Phil Mogg's current image and Ed Harris's Man in Black from Westworld. So I guess it's up to me. I don't know about you, but every time I see new press pictures of Phil Mogg, I think of Ed Harris's Man in Black character in Westworld. Of course, Phil Mogg is the vocalist in UFO, who last Friday released an album of covers called Celatino Cuts. Now... As you know, I'm very wary of covers, as I'm in a love-hate relationship with them. Sometimes, though, it's good to hear different interpretations of familiar tunes. As UFO's last album was only a couple of years ago, in the shape and form of A Conspiracy of Stars, I assume that Celatino Cuts was done for fun. No record label demanding a product and no pressure for the band to come up with original material. UFO have come up with 12 songs ranging from Mad Season, The Doors, which the Squirrel is supported at, but then again, she's supported at any Doors covers, Steppenwolf, which gets the Squirrel approval, John Mellencamp, Tom Petty, R.I.P., The Animals, Mountain, Bill Withers, Montrose, Robin Trowler, ZZ Top, and this one, by The Yardbirds. <laughs> Another thing 
that rankles me is tribute albums. During the late 90s and early noughties, it seemed we were awash with them, normally with the involvement of Gilby Clark. Out of 12 or so acts, you'd have only ever heard of one, and of course that one track by that one band was the selling point. However, earlier this year I signed up for the Smacked, a tribute to Irie Claude Petolia CD on Alive and Kicking Music, to wet our appetite Run Rabbit Run by Plastic Tears, which Nirvana used to cover, was released as a video. For those of you not familiar with Smack, I shall give you a brief precy. Three years after Hanoi Rocks formed, another band of Finnish minstrels called Smack got together under the tutelage of vocalist Claude. Between 1984 and 1988, the band released four studio and one live album on You, Rattlesnake Bite, Live Desire, Salvation and Radical. In 1989, the band relocated to LA to try their luck. Unfortunately, the musical landscape was shifting away from Smack, and even with Sammy Yaffa joining them on bass under the pseudonym of Ulan Beta, no record contract was forthcoming. With that, Claude split the band and returned to Finland to form The Fish Faces, who released just one album, Love Songs for Hyenas, in 1993. And after Claude died of a congenial heart failure, on the 22nd of September 1996, the posthumous Leaving the Planet, which featured guest vocalists as Claude had only recorded two tracks before his death, Into My Blood and Leaving the Planet. Uh, among them were from DAD, Jesper Bünzer, and from the flaming sideburns, Eduardo Martinez. To say Smack were a cult band, we would be putting it mildly. Uh, paying tribute along with the Plastic Tears are Eduardo J. Martinez and the Thunderclouds, the Flaming Sideburns, the Street Walking Cheetahs, Mink Daggers, Anita Chalamand Band, Leftovers, Dead Furies, Hide Guns, Corazones, Mutus, The Frank and Dino Show, Danny Fury, Chris, Gutter Cats and uh, Trench Dogs from Sweden. Now Ardo, guitarist and vocalist from the Dead Furies, messaged me last weekend to ask if I'd like the WAV file to their contribution, which is Pass That Ball. Of course, the answer was a resounding yes, as at that time, the actual album hadn't reached my inbox. It made its present name Monday morning. And boy, from the opening salvi of Some Fun by the Mink Daggers, I was suddenly bolt upright, paying some serious attention, as all the aforementioned artists seriously rock out and do the original songs justice. Obviously, it helps that the subject matter is rather good. There is some more mellow moments, when Anita Chalaman and Timo Kalito do a sublime version of Mad Animal Shuffle and a stripped-back version of Little Sister by the Frank and Dino Show. I could, quite happily and easily, play the entire album for you all in one go but where would the fun be in that so for your listening pleasure this is the dead furies and their cover of the smack song past that ball that featured on the smack a tribute to ari claude petolia cd <laughs>
As well as having a track on the Claude tribute album, Plastic Tears released on Wednesday a brand new single in the shape and form of Iris Kick from the forthcoming album Angels with Attitude. Plastic Tears more or less picked up the glam baton in Finland after Smack ended. The band went through several members' reshuffles and even a brief hiatus before settling on the lineup we have today of Mickey December, Echo Ecstasy, Andy, Edu, and Huna Pretolina. Hey, one pronunciation out of five ain't bad, I think. weekend I donned my dear stalker picked up my magnifying glass to try and discover what the likely London date for the Michael Munro tour was going to be officially announced was Birmingham at the Institute on the 2nd of December with Planet Rockstock in Port Call the next day, which I found out thanks to bands in town and not the Michael Munro mailing list I signed up for. The fact that the promoter from Birmingham jumped the gun has absolutely nothing to do with my empty inbox anyway. As the Birmingham gig is at an O2 venue, I assumed a London date would also be at the same franchise, so I checked the availability of the O2s around London and narrowed it down to these three possible dates. 27th of November, Shepherd's Bush Empire. 28th or 29th at the Islington Academy. The school pointed out that last year it was at the Electric Ballroom, which hasn't got anyone booked that week, apart from Petite Biscuit on the 30th. Turns out I make a rubbish detective as the Michael Munro band will be playing at the Dome in Tufnell Park on the 2nd of December with Rebellion in Manchester the day before as well as the aforementioned Birmingham gig. The icing on the cake is that the role models are the support at this point. I wish I could do a rich rags impersonation to emphasise how happy I feel, but I can't. Instead, is Michael Munro and one foot out of the grave from the Spine Farm Best of Michael Munro album. <coughs> I'm 
Cheetah Chrome, along with Johnny Blitzer, the Dead Boys, were due to play the Camden Underworld on the 6th of August. But with the whole of the European tour, along with their rebellion slot, it was all unceremoniously cancelled, much to the harrigan of fans and promoters alike. I can't even remember what the official reason was. Since then, Johnny and Cheetah have re-recorded and released the Dead Boys classic album, Young, Loud and Snotty, as... Still snotty, young, loud and snotty at 40. And as I said on episode 570, I approached it with caution. But after the first play, I was sold. Since the album released, a new tour, including the UK, February the 8th at the Islington Academy, is the date inked into my diary, has been booked. I would hazard a guess that the original tour was pulled to see how the new album would fare. Obviously, it fared well as the Academy has a somewhat larger capacity than the underworld. Don't 
Sonic Reducer from the Still Snotty album. On Tuesday, I popped up to the house of St Barnabas for Soho Rising. The muses invade Manic Street. Basically, it was Richard Strange and Urban Blitz from the Doctors of Madness playing mostly all acoustic with Richard's stepdaughter Lily Bud, who opened the proceedings on backing vocals in a church. Here's something I learnt. You can't bring a drink from the bar into said church as it's consecrated ground. Even if two Jamesons ice and lemonade set you back 25 quid and unintentionally muttering Jesus Christ under your breath doesn't help. Musically, the Doctors of Man is stitched together elements of the Velvet Underground and the New York Dolls with hints of glam, hippie, punk and dare I say it, Prog, all rolled into one. Even Dave Vanian briefly joined them in 1978. It was good to hear different takes of familiar songs, even if Mainline was edited from 15 minutes to three and a half. The whole shebang was filmed, not apparently for potential DVD, but for YouTube. This is Suicide City from the Doctors of Madness album Figments of Emancipation, here on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Oh, I sounded all professional there, didn't I? Yeah, that's obviously a mistake. So tightly 
for the sake of our friend And the talk turned to Paris It's always back to Paris And outlaws, in-laws And the way things turn ugly As they get near the end me cringe comes courtesy of Norway and the suicide bombers fortunately musically they don't it's not that I'm trying to be politically correct but the aftermath of a suicide bomber is not an image that I wish to associate with something that gets me out of bed in the morning and that's brought me so much pleasure since I was a seven-year-old it was only on episode 563 that aired at the end of July that I played Suicide Idol the title track from the band's new album after reading in classic rock sentences such as the brooding melodizic I can't read you know that the brooding melodism of hardcore superstar or latter day backyard babies with the arena rock heroics of Guns N' Roses or LA Guns or any combination thereof Phew. well I finally got round to getting the album and it certainly lives up to Sleaze Grinders classic rock review obviously I'm going to play you a track from it this is Keep an Eye on You <laughs>
Street Girls have just released their umpteenth album, Don't Mess With My Rock and Roll. Now, if only I had the album a week earlier, I could have made last week's show a bit of a boys' fest as drummer Martin Aitchison drums with both bands. With Ken from Sartor on bass and Casino Steel, the boys are more Scandinavian than British these days.
That was the Backstreet Girls and Jaguars, who, if you're in Norway, are just about embark on a tour there. Moving from one Nordic country to another, well, that's Norway, to Sweden, and the Hell Divers have just unleashed a new song and video called Wrong Day. The song features probably the best lyric I've heard all week. It's the wrong day to quit smoking, drinking coffee and eating sweets. It's nothing special about this day Just a useless idiots around I don't need to converse at all In fact, I can't stand the sound available from all the usual digital platforms depending on your point of view you'll either have austin rocket from the hit priest to thank or to despise over the next track that is played oh and as an aside the hit priest have just press ganged the services of dp bomber as their new drummer who will be making his live debut in january i am looking forward to that as should you why should we love or despise Austin Rocket? I hear your muffled cry emanating from my locked cellar door. A couple of weeks ago, Austin posted on Facebook the picture of the latest Iron Fist magazine, that'll be number 19, that carried a picture of Nicky Anderson on the front cover, who, inside, is interviewed about his life in music. £5.50 later, said magazine arrives on my doormat. Now, Iron Fist isn't normally found on my bathroom floor to be read while sitting down on the job. As you know, Classic rock is my reading material of choice. And I only did ever buy the first Planet Rock. Uh, Issue 2 and 3, I didn't even give them a second thought. Anyway, also in the pages was an interview with Evo, drummer vocalist with Warfare, who has just released a solo album confusingly called Warfare. Now, I got into Warfare primarily because of their association with former Dan bassist Algie Ward. To be honest, I always thought that Evo came across as a bit of a prick. It was a sort of kid you'd meet in secondary school thought he was it, pulled wings off flies, and to your horror, like the same music as you. Having only met the guy once, back in, what was it, 88, 87, when Warfare played the marquee, his prickness 
is only reserved for Evo and not Paul Evans. In the interview, we learn that joining Evo for the solo album is Algie Ward, along with Lips from Anvil, Fast Eddie Clark, some sax and poetry from Nicky Turner. And most interestingly, Evo mentions that Paul Gray also contributes a couple of bass lines. However, on the record label website, Algie's name is conspicuous by its absence. Uh, I haven't actually got round to purchasing Warfare yet, but as a flavour for your listening pleasure, if it isn't, blame Austin. Here is Evo and Algie and their cover of Status Quo's Tune to the Music that appeared on the Swine of Hades EP. A music journalist in South East Six who supports Crystal Palace, Jaw has just hit the floor in anguish. Yeah. 
Finishing things off this week are the Dolly Rots and their cover of Tom Petty's American Girl. Thanks as always for listening in. I hope the records I played you got your juices going as much as they did mine. And if you're in Brighton on Sunday, pop into the pattern as I'll be seeing the Super Suckers and the Dorellas. Failing that, Thursday at Under the Bridge. Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) 